0: Hello everybody and welcome to the House of Commentary and today we have Stats with us.
1: Hello everyone. Yeah.
0: So as you will be aware last week we spoke about the uh, previews to uh, the T20 World Cup final which just took place and also to the Brazilian Grand Prix. Uh, We will be doing a special show just for the World Cup as a World Cup preview show uh, and hopefully you'll enjoy that when it comes out. But today we're talking about the T20 final, which, which took place between Pakistan and England. And we'll be talking about the Brazilian Grand Prix. So starting with the T20 World uh, World Cup uh, final between Pakistan and England.
1: two powerhouses when it comes to cricket? It,
0: there, yeah, yeah. It's quite strange, actually. You say powerhouse. I mean, England, obviously, are world champions at the 50 over his game, uh, what they call the white ball game. And we also have uh, Pakistan, who actually... Had the best
1: uh, attacking when it comes to bowling.
0: Yeah, had a fantastic bowling attack. Fantastic bowling attack. Uh, And were not expected to be in the final, were they?
1: No, they weren't. They were effectively run out until South Af- until Netherlands beat South, South Africa, Africa
0: yeah, which which
1: I which we're still puzzled as to how that even happened.
0: It's absolutely incredible. I mean, the South Africans have a reputation for um, falling at the last hurdle, and there have been times in the past where they've had to beat um, relatively uh, smaller teams and failed to do so, or they've gone in having it just get a small score or whatever and then failing. So so there is this thing about maybe they can't handle the pressure, but Netherlands did incredibly well to beat them. I mean, they did have a very good bowling attack and they had fantastic fielding. I saw the game and to be honest, I think Netherlands deserved it. I do
1: as well, especially since since this is the first time they're in the T20.
0: Really? Wow. Because I feel
1: like Netherlands are such a... Because when we think of the T20... We normally think of the big teams, so New Zealand, Australia, Pakistan, India, right. England.
0: Yeah, exactly. And obviously the biggest surprise was that India didn't make the final. Um, India had played incredibly well. And
1: then... England just came and yeah, just... I yeah. can't even uh, describe it. England
0: totally <laughs> annihilated them, basically. Um But it was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. Uh, what England did was fantastic. So, as we... um Watched the game on Sunday. Uh, Pakistan w- were uh, were put into bat by the English.
1: Yes, they were.
0: And to be honest, England looked really good. The attack was good. The bowlers were spot on, and it looked like they were going to be a relatively easy win and keep Pakistan. I think we, I think people were expecting them to struggle to score even a hundred runs, whereas when the match started. Or just before the match, everybody was thinking you needed to score around 170 on that particular pitch. And England were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant. And then obviously towards the end of the innings, Pakistan came back, scored a lot of runs in the last few overs, but they scored 137. 137 for which eight. is
1: described as par for T20. Well, it's
0: very much par. I mean, nowadays um, a lot of these teams can easily get 160, 170. You
1: say that, but I remember watching the New New Zealand Australia opening game, and New Zealand annihilated Australia where they got 200.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were brilliant, and Australia got nowhere near it, didn't they? No, they didn't. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Australia actually ended up. Um, not getting through to the semi-finals because not only did they lose, they lost very badly. They lost by nearly a hundred runs or whatever it was. Mm. Um so the Pakistan um bowlers had to be phenomenal in order to keep England to such a low score. And it was it looked pretty it looked quite quite dangerous initially because um Butler and Hales obviously opened Hales got out for one, having, got, uh, having scored a huge number of runs in the, the semi final. Yeah,
1: because I, yeah, I thought he actually got like a half century as well. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, it was incredible. In, the, in the, I think it was 80 odd runs or whatever he got in the previous match. But this time he got one. Which, <laughs> so is, uh, gonna, is, terrible.
1: which is terrible for an opening busman because you expect them to like be picking up the uh, pace. And that's
0: right. And you know Hales got out and then Salt came in and there was great expectations for Salt. And he got out for ten, and it's like, what's going on here? Thirty-two for two.
1: And and as, England, and as an England, another England fan, you'd be like, what's the, what's happening? We're crumbling all over the place. That's
0: right. And the worst thing is with England, and I think every England fan knows this. England sometimes they have all the talent, but it just sometimes it just collapses, and you sell, and the attacks just goes through all the wickets very quickly. And I must admit, when I was watching this, I thought that might happen. I genuinely thought that there might be a problem where um, England would just give away their wickets. And and, and, I, and even during the bowling, there was a time when the bowl, when the Pakistanis suddenly started hitting the ball and getting runs. It was like, oh my God, they might get to 160. But at that time, uh, Rashid came on and he was fantastic. He he was he played out of his skin. He did well in the semi final and he did well in the final.
1: As well as Sam Curran's as well. Sam
0: Curran was fantastic. I mean, Sam Curran is absolutely fantastic. So, um, so England was suddenly found themselves at thirty two for two, and he won, and just after three overs, it's not three like, overs. Wow. It was three overs.
1: That's really <laughs> it's terrible. <that's-
0: laughs> it's really bad. And then two overs went by and Butler got out for 20 Butler? Yeah, Butler got I out. I thought Butler was
1: their main He was supposed to be their main man. He was,
0: he was. I mean, he's such a brilliant cricketer. But all of a sudden, you're down to 45 for three after five overs and you're wondering what on earth is going on. And you're thinking, okay, Brooks come in, he'll stabilise things. He started scoring runs. He got to 20. And next thing you know, he's, he's out. out. And And the worst thing was, the um, they in order to stabilise themselves, they actually didn't go for lots of runs, so they used up lots of overs. So it was actually twelve overs, just after just over twelve overs, and Brooke got out, and it was eighty four for four, oh, wow. and it was like okay, what's going to happen here? He needs sixty odd runs, or or fifty sixty runs. Is there going to be a batting collapse? And you think no, it's not going to happen. Batting, England are going to manage it. They're going to be fine.
1: But also depends on who's coming next yeah, as well. well Mohine
0: Ali came in, and he started you know, played some oh, really yeah, lovely I strokes. Oh remember
1: Ali? He was like batting the ball all over the place. Well, four he was doing very, Yeah, yeah, he was
0: doing. He was, well, it wasn't four sixes, but he did very well. He got uh, three fours, and uh, off the and off thirteen balls, we got th- so three fours and the rest were ones. But then you're thinking, right? He's got into the groove. We're going to start getting our runs. And next thing you know, he's blooming out. And it was it was really weird. Eighty four. It was 132 for five when he got out. Okay. And then he knew they were they were going to win because it's 18. There was 18. It was 18 overs. There were two overs left, and you know there weren't that many runs left to get. But. Up until then, he and Stokes... Stokes was brilliant, I think, because Stokes just kept it really calm and kept the run chase going. But when he got out, it was like, oh, my God, You know, are we going to have a crazy last two overs? That's what I was um, thinking as
1: well, because I, I actually felt like Ali was going to... I felt like Ali might have done too much Was trying to be like the hero to save the uh, game. Yeah,
0: well, he was playing his game, and and you know, England had the wickets. When you get to within a few overs and you know you've got plenty of wickets, you know you can hit out... And so it was, all that tension started to release itself as they started to score runs. But then when, when a person gets out, you start worrying, oh my God, are we going to see another bang collapse? <laughs> um, and thankfully we didn't. And it was fantastic. I mean, Stokes was, I thought it was brilliant, not out of 52. Livingston, already scored one run, but he had to be there. Um, um, and honestly, it was, it was wonderful. And I think one of the weirdest things of all was that the stadium was completely full. Massive stadium, lots and lots of people. I think there's
1: like 80,000 people there watching.
0: That's right. But you know what? Most of them wanted to see India, and there were a lot of Indian Mm. people there watching Pakistan. (laughs) And (laughs) they didn't want to see Pakistan (laughs) win. And it was like, begrudgingly, they wanted to see England win. Yeah.
1: And it's also important, I think it's also important to mention the viewers that earlier this year, there was actually a test series between England and Pakistan in Pakistan.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And listeners, hopefully, they would know that the. the actual uh, english team uh played in pakistan i think it was the first series after a long time in pakistan itself and it was a t20 series and the um england won 4-3 which sounds really close but actually a couple of those games they literally gave away the game to pakistan i thought mm-hmm. um had a, you know, a bank collapse or whatever but you you worry that maybe okay you think initially they gave away those couple of games or they they didn't play as well as they could have in those couple of games but you think oh my god this is a one-off
1: yeah and I remember and I remember like keeping an eye on the um scores and it's actually like two apiece I think I remember England had to definitely yeah we went to the
0: last game yeah 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 it went to the last game 3-3 then 4-3 so I mean England are are great I'm I'm so pleased for Joss Butler Captain of the uh, England team and the whole England team, and
1: I'm actually and and I'm actually happy that Ben Stokes got redemption for last <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. So if the views aren't West so if your view, if the, so if you the guys, listeners, list, yeah. list, listeners aren't aware what happened in the a few years ago, there was T Twenty World Cup where it was West Indies was England in the final, and Sto and England.
0: Uh, England had done incredibly well, well yeah, and West Indies These. needed like thirty odd runs. Of the last over, and everybody said, Right, well, England have won. Yeah. And they chose Ben Stokes to actually did do the got, last did over. The last
1: over, yes. And then for some reason, and then I think it was Chris uh, Gale.
0: Or the... I, think, I forget which batsman it, it was. Uh, but it was, which... but so all of actually... a sudden. It was actually like, 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 it was
1: like, it was actually watching the ICC World Cup all over again, Indi- India versus Sri Lanka, where India needed like 60 big boundaries for them to win. Of the
0: last over. And India won it against Sri Lanka. Mm. And unfortunately, or fortunately, if you're a West Indies supporter, mm. they really, really hammered it was Ben Stokes. And it was terrible. I still yeah, remember yeah. that game. So in terms do I. And of I. The actual and feeling, I, the emotion and I of stole, that time. And
1: I can still remember seeing Ben Stokes' reaction. He, and he was so gutted. Yeah, he
0: was, he was <laughs> shell-shocked. And the great thing is, um, Ben Stokes... Um, has done brilliantly as the um, captain of the 50 overside side, and he's he's been fantastic. I think uh, you know he has, I think hopefully put all that past him. The England team is just on fire um, at T20, and I think that's incredible. Really, where they you know when you think how how they struggled for a, a while. Um, but for them and you know the reality is that England now have, are champions of T20 and of the 50, 50 games. no other country has ever done that in terms of being world champions back. at the same yeah at the same time yeah that is a phenomenal achievement um and i think it bodes well for the the world cups that are coming up but it, i mean the whole world cup has been a bit of a weird one for the cricket because um one the holders didn't even get through to the semi final which is rare and when you think about who they were i.a. Like australia secondly the rain really <laughs> yeah caused the rain so uh, caused so many issues and there's been a lot of talk about should there have been a match should there have been a tournament during the rainy season or towards the end of the rainy season maybe because yeah, i remember because i
1: remember watching the results keep around the results and most of the games actually got a goal like runs down had to be LBW. They got Douglas yes.
0: I mean, there are quite a few games like that. They got rain affected, in a, um, but it you know overall, I think it's fantastic. But obviously, I would do, I would say that because I'm an Englishman. But the um, I think I think it was a good I think it was a good tournament. One of the strange things, though, I don't know if you've noticed the stats, but that. Um, there does seem to be a lot of cricket on throughout the whole year now.
1: Yes, especially the IPL, yeah. the Test series, the T yeah. Twenty series. That's right. The one International. Yeah.
0: So it the tournament, it was exciting, but it was a bit weird in that it wasn't as exciting as um, as I think previous tournaments. I think we've now got so much cricket going on. It just is it it, it, to keep it up? feels just like another tournament as opposed to, yeah. So, there is a. I think that I think there might be it might be worth even thinking in terms of either saying these World Cups happen every four years rather than two years, um, but then that creates a problem with the T20, the T50 game. Uh, but we'll see what they do. I mean, overall, I'm just glad England won. I'm really glad that the uh team pulled together when you actually think about it. That um, draw with um, Australia uh, Australia, and the loss to um, Ireland under Douglas Lewis' method. They, England had to win every single game. And those games were tough games. Yeah, and the thing and is, is, I was actually it.
1: quite surprised when I saw that Ireland beat England. And I was like, how did that happen? Like a low-ranked team beat yeah, a high-ranked team. I mean,
0: Douglas Lewis' method is just like that, isn't it? I mean, it sometimes... The team that loses, if only they had scored one or two more runs, or in the case of England, six more runs, they would have won the game. But that's just the way it is. Um, and everybody plays under the same rules. So the reality is, you say, good luck to the team that won and bear, and hard luck to the, the team, team, team that, that lost, lasts and hopefully they'll do better next time. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the T20. Um, the best game throughout the... of all... Uh, wasn't actually that much in the final, which was a good game, but it wasn't. But I think we, I think the it, one of the issues with that game was that um, England it was so good in, in the beginning yeah. that they kept the score so low, you knew they were going to win. They just made it hard for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but the best game I thought was actually India Pakistan. India, Pakistan. I mean, England, I thought India. The England bigger, was a great well, the game bigger. As well.
1: So for the so for you listeners who do who are unaware... aware. When it comes to cricket, there's two matches that everybody goes to see. England versus Australia, New Zealand versus Australia, and uh, India versus Pakistan. Yeah, those
0: three games. Those are big, big games. Mm -hmm. And obviously the history between England and Australia goes back uh, to Calcutta Cup and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then there's a whole range of other, uh, in in various sports, rugby and also in uh, cricket, India, Pakistan,
1: big, big, rival
0: game. That's There's no, that's massive. all must watch. In fact, once I, uh, once I was actually in India watching an India-Pakistan game. Okay, and uh, I was in Delhi, and the um, the street that I was staying on, all the people came out, and sat around a massive TV that um, a local seller was selling. So basically, it was a TV shop, oh. and he got out his biggest screen that he had. And he made it available so that everybody could watch this game and it was a T twenty game. And I've never seen a group that was so quiet because Pakistan oh, won. Wow. Okay, they oh, won and God. they won well. And that um Oh God! It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I can imagine that being the, the India. excitement before the game. I mean, and the people weren't even prepared to watch till the end. So, no, it was really packed, and then all of a sudden, it's like you're looking around, and all of a sudden, people have disappeared because they could see that India had lost, and that was uh, that was really bad. Um, and I think that shows the passion there is for the game in India. They only uh, they only want to see the team win. The minute they 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 hurt so much when they lose. That they just walk away and the match against uh, Pakistan in, in the T20 World Cup in um, Australia. I think a lot of people were on the verge of walking away because it looked like India were going to lose. That's, uh, uh, then, I, was, I was
1: thinking the exact same thing as well. Yeah. But then but the, they, last the few way overs, they came back, Yeah, It was literally um, all the rules in cricket, it was. In that
0: last <laughs> over, yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Incredible last over. And. Certainly many uh, commentators have pointed to the fact that they consider that match not just to be one of the great cricket matches, but one of the great matches across all sports. That particular match was absolutely outstanding. And I think um, the fact that we could see cricket to such a high level and so competitive, not just in that game, but in many other games, I think the World Cup has shown that the standard now is really getting high. You have to be on top of your game. The old scores of getting 140, 150, and winning with that—it it, it doesn't happen now because the mm-hmm. standard has got so high. You have to get the 160, 170, which maybe is a two, really maybe, big maybe even 200. If yeah, you exactly. Even in a, exactly. Sometimes 200. So this is—I uh, think this is really showing just how brilliant these cricketers are, and the fielding, and you got to be good in everything: fielding, bowling, and batting.
1: You need to be great all-rounders. Yeah,
0: and England has got a lot. I've got quite a few all-rounders. I know that um, some of the teams tend to have specialist bowlers, specialist uh, uh, batsmen. But the I think it's moving towards, because it's only 20 overs, you might have one specialist, maybe two specialists, but you can't have too many. And I think those teams that had a lot of specialists actually suffered because they weren't able to produce the all-round game to win. So that was the T20. Exciting? Yes, Wonderful for England, absolutely. It was absolutely fantastic, and I certainly enjoyed watching the matches. I'm sure you did as well. Oh, you I did. A few. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Then we will follow, and then the day before the uh, T20 World Cup, we had the Brazilian Grand Prix.
1: Well, so it's actually the same day. The oh, is, yeah. In terms of
0: timeframes, yeah, time. it was. Yeah, it was. In t- yeah. So because, for
1: those of you who weren't aware, so we actually supposed to mention: in the morning was a cricket. And then the following evening was when the Brazil Grand Prix started. Obviously, because of the time difference. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. So the um, the Grand Prix uh, had a lot a lot of things happen prior to, uh, during the practicing and and so on. The first thing that I can remember is that um, Hamilton became a. Was, was given, was, oh, no, was was
1: given an honorary citizenship which in Brazil. I did which, which I was not expecting yeah but I kind of understand that because he won his, because he won the world championship then 2008 yeah and then he's won the few, and it's actually become his favourite track
0: yeah. and I think you mentioned something about that there were no Brazilian drivers so obviously the whole of Brazil was supporting him
1: yeah because the last Brazilian driver I remember being on the grid was Felipe Massa
0: oh right wow yeah. okay that's quite a long time ago yes indeed yeah so um, it was also a sprint race for the uh, qualifying, which I thought was great. Um, and one of the great things about the qualifying, uh, which I think was rain affected as well, wasn't it? There was, there was the impact of the yes,
1: rain. The, yes, so, so for you listeners who are not who are unsure what's going, what happens with the sprint race, so normally qualifying happens on Saturday, but with the sprint they actually do the qualifying the day before and then they on a Friday... So, Friday, it was normally practice session, the first practice session, second practice session. Then, the Saturday, they have the last practice session and then the qualifying. With the sprint, it's actually, the layout's a bit different. So, on the Friday, you have the first two practice sessions followed by the qualifying and then the qualifying determines the order for the sprint and then the sprint qualifying determines the starting grid for the Grand Prix itself on the Sunday.
0: All right. And the amazing thing about... um. The qualifying for the sprint was that talk about having a race turned on its head because everybody um, was. I think most of the teams weren't expecting any rain, and they weren't expect and they were all expecting to be quite dry, weren't they? Yes, it was. And then, then as um, as the rain came in towards the end of the qualifying. Teams ran out of time, basically, yes, didn't did, they, did. to actually get the really top speeds they wanted. So we had a shocker in terms of who was on pole,
1: which was which which was which was Kevin Magnussen in the house car.
0: Yeah, which he's... was
1: extraordinary because. I don't think anybody ever imagined Haas being pole.
0: Yeah, on that race for, for that particular Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. I think was it the first time they've been First
1: given? time pole position in the history of the Yeah, team.
0: absolutely incredible. The high,
1: the highest finish Haas has ever had is fourth in the in, in when it comes to the Grand Prix. Which Grand Prix was that? It was actually in Australia. Oh, wow.
0: Um so <laughs> but this was going back
1: years, years yeah, ago.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. So um so we had this incredible thing where um the qualifying for the sprint became quite emotional because obviously Vangston had actually got there and everybody was really pleased with it. It was really weird. Everybody was pleased that he had got to this pole with normally the teams are really aggressive and they want to be in pole. Yeah. Uh, so it was really quite yeah, strange. Yeah, and
1: it's, and it's actually quite strange because normally with pole positions, you're expecting to be Mercedes, Red Bull or Ferrari. That's right, that's right. Anyway, and then you don't expect the, the lower-ranking teams to come out.
0: Yeah, it was fantastic, actually, what happened there. And then, obviously, they had the sprint race.
1: 26-lap race.
0: Yeah, tw- if it was a 26-lap race, and that had quite a lot of uh, incident, didn't it? Yeah. So t- to tell us what happened in the sprint race. The sprint race itself. Uh-huh. So, so, what were the key features of the sprint race?
1: So the sprint race was actually quite interesting in terms of some teams having. some so normally sprints is quite interesting, but when I was watching, I was like, oh my god, because some of the because some of the teammates because when the teams okay, some of the drivers were actually trying to beat their teammates. You're right. Which okay. you won Which always want in F one. But when, but it's also about how you try to be a teammate, because obviously everyone's quite a ruthless sport. Yeah, so, and everyone has their own driving style. Okay,
0: so with this with the sprints, who finished first, second, third, fourth?
1: So first was uh, George Russell,
0: which is incredible, incredible. Yeah,
1: and second was Hamilton.
0: Hamilton came second, yeah.
1: And uh, Sainz actually finished third. But because of a grid penalty, he had his, he was starting five places back.
0: Right, OK. And who finished fourth?
1: And then fourth was actually Verstappen, I believe. Yeah, and... And then it was uh, Norris.
0: Right, OK. So Paris didn't finish in the top five? So,
1: well... So, yeah, originally, yes, but because of Science's penalty, he uh, gets moved up. All oh, he... right, yeah,
0: of course, of course. And then, so we had this incredible thing, Magnussen was not going to finish in the... He wasn't going to be so on Magnusson pole for is, the... So,
1: yes, so Magnussen actually finished A for Royal after the sprint race.
0: Yeah, so then we had the Grand Prix. And Which had Grand... a lot of drama, by the way. Had a lot of drama on it. I mean, Stats here is going to talk you through it, but one of the things... I think was um, that I remember at the beginning of that race was the expectation that wow, Mercedes one and two, you know, and, their and, first and, one and two is this year, this season, yeah, and the um, and you just thought right, how will Red Bull, how will Ferrari react to that? So tell us what happened in the race.
1: So. So buckle your seats, listeners, because this is gonna be, because I'm gonna take you through the race bit by bit. Okay. So opening lap, obviously George Russell led, kept his kept his cool and led in the opening, led in turn one. Yeah. And then literally, and then literally halfway through the halfway through the opening lap, Kevin Ricardo here, Kevin Magnuson oh and Magnussen spun. And as he's trying to keep his car under control, he hits Ricardo, who ends up crashing to the barriers and they both get DNF. (laughs) Well,
0: it's just incredible. I mean, just think about Just the day before, Mm -hmm. how happy Manxler was to be on pole (laughs) position for the sprint. And he's a do not finish after the first... He hasn't even had one lap, hasn't he? And Ricardo, unfortunately, uh, also is is knocked out. And that, that was... I don't know what it is about um, some of these races, but it's incredible how some uh, how small things have big impacts. Yes, and this is a good example of that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: which brought a safety car and for a good uh, five laps, and while they were trying to get rid of the cars, yeah, and then so lap seven, the race, the safety car came in, and the race restarted. Yep. And then we have another two incidents. Okay, so, were they? so the first incident was Verstappen and Hamilton collided literally on turn one again. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And uh, Hamilton and then behind them Norris and Leclerc had uh, collided and uh, Leclerc actually ended up in the barriers.
0: Really? Yeah. So with, when Verstappen, was it Verstappen collided into um, Hamilton? Is that what happened did he yeah. go, he, or was it the other way around? Or did Hamilton go into Verstappen?
1: Well, so from looking, when I was watching at the time, I actually thought Verstappen, Verstappen and Hamilton were actually, Verstappen literally went to Hamilton. Right.
0: And did he damage his uh, car?
1: Yes, yeah, so Verstappen got front wing damage. Oh, right. And then obviously the, the Leclerc-Norris incident, Leclerc being uh, by having to crash into the barriers, which is not a nice feeling. Yeah. So and what then, happened to his car? So his car looked told as well. Really. So both Verstappen and Leclerc had to come back into the pits. All oh, right. Okay. At least they
0: got there because they can then get the repairs done, couldn't? Couldn't they? Yes, they can. Yep. Yeah. And then what happened?
1: So then, obviously, then. So then, on lap twelve. Max and Verstappen and Norris actually got five second penalties for causing the collision.
0: Oh right, okay. And
1: with the five second penalty, you think it's just going to be quick, but it's actually quite slow.
0: Yeah, it really it really impacts you because obviously the 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 uh, cars are now getting quite close to each other, aren't they? So five second can drop down many many places at the end.
1: Yeah, and then so then after two laps, there's actually interesting battle in front. So Norris was comfortably in fourth place, but behind him was Vettel and Hamilton. Okay. And, they be, and having the two world champion, world champions behind you is not an easy thing to... That's right. It's he's a, under a lot of pressure, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And, but then eventually Hamilton and Norris surpassed uh, Lander, which is quite okay. exciting for the fans.
0: Yeah.
1: And then obviously a few laps later, Max comes in to serve his penalty... And he, oh, he
0: served it in, in the actual um, yes in, in in the grid. Uh, sorry, in the um, he brought it inside so in the garage. Basically, he said, yes. stop the car for five seconds. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, for the listeners who aren't aware, with the five-second penalties, the drivers have two options: either to add it to their time at the end of the race or to take it during the pit stop. Mm. But the problem is, when you if you do it during the pit stop. You have to wait four or five seconds, which feels like an eternity for, before the mechanics can do any changes to the car.
0: Oh, before they can do any changes? Yeah. Things, just, just sit there for yeah. five seconds. No yeah. one's allowed to touch you or
1: no. anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, literally, just sitting, dark in the car, waiting for the five seconds to be up, and then the mechanics can change the tyres.
0: Wow. And so, they changed... What did they change for you? They,
1: the they actually changed the tyres. The
0: tyres. Did they change his uh, nose and all that? They
1: already did that before. Oh, they did that before. Yeah.
0: Right, Okay. So, he got.
1: That's how
0: he dealt with his five second penalty. Yeah, but yeah, out.
1: but the problem, but the problem was at that point, was at this time, Verstappen was actually dead last.
0: Oh, was he last? Oh my god, he's right at the back.
1: Yeah, because obviously with the five second, five seconds it takes a lot of yeah, impact. It's added, yeah. And then obviously to the change the tyres, it's uh, It
0: takes even longer. Yeah. Yeah. So, he he's then at the back of the um the back of the, the not the back of the grid it's actually the back of the. The, the race, pack, <laughs> yeah. the back of the pack, yeah, exactly. Um, and then he starts to go through the, he starts to get through them, doesn't it?
1: And then, and then, through, and then, he? And then uh, in true Verstappen uh, way style, it starts taking, starts overtaking the drivers one by one.
0: Yeah. yeah, which is really good. I mean, he he is really good. He's, he's done that yeah. quite a few times this season, has not yeah, he? Yeah,
1: two-time world champions. So yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. And then obviously, and then obviously with a couple of laps, so everyone else started to change for tires and just to yeah. keep even going to the Grand Prix. And then in la- and then on lap fifty two, was actually the worst thing that can happen. What was that? Norris retires from the Grand Prix due to engine failure. Oh God! His
0: his car gave up. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and, and right. there was
1: a and then it being a double DNF for McLaren, which isn't good for them in their championship because their rivals Alpine were actually storming ahead.
0: Really, wow. yeah. Okay. And
1: then the so the so then obviously Norris retires. But then the problem is all the marshals were trying to get his car. was trying to push his car away from the track. Okay. But they just uh, couldn't. And so really, yeah. And so that brought the for the virtual safety car for about a few for about two laps. Okay. And then. And then they decided to bring in the crane, which brought, which brought the full safety car.
0: So when the virtual safety car is actually on, am I right that you're not allowed to overtake? No. You're right. So you're still basically stuck in your position yeah. and you're just eating up the laps, which really must frustrate those drivers who think they might get ahead. But it does; it brings the cars closer together, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. But,
1: then, but, then, but then with the full safety car, it properly bunches up the field. Really? Yeah. Wow,
0: yeah. Okay. So, so, how long was the actual uh, safety car out for?
1: So, the safety car was out for full four, four laps, from wow, lap fifty-five okay. to fifty-nine. Okay. And during that time, the drive and and before the safety car came out, some of the drivers decided to pit beforehand. Yeah. Because they were concerned about if their tires were going to make it to the end of the Grand Prix. Okay. And then, so, but the, but the
0: I take it Russell must have been at the yeah uh, it was it
1: was actually Mercedes and. Uh, and Red Bull With uh, Perez uh, At the uh... Yeah so So Mercedes Were obviously Leading the pack 1-2 still Yeah And Perez Was come to be in third And then behind him Was uh, Carlos Sainz Oh
0: right Okay Okay
1: So but, but I actually saw Something interesting Happen during the Safety the, the full safety car Period What was that So normally During a safety car The lap The cars The cars That were being Lapped Can kind unlap of Themselves Okay and uh, and there were only two drivers that were allowed, and that was the William drivers Alex Albon and Nicholas Latifi, okay. and Yuki Tsunoda. I and we and looking at it now, Yuki Tsunoda was also part of the I actually four at the time. Yuki Tsunoda was one of the drivers that was being lapped, but it turns out it wasn't, which was quite a shock because he was effectively dead last.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. And the problem was he was actually in the middle of the front pack of the front of the battle. All
0: oh, right, so he was kind of interfering. He was just in the wrong place, basically, wasn't he? If you think about it.
1: but, but yeah, but when I, it, his... when I was watching it, when I was watching though, I did kind of feel sorry for him because he's got the all the Mercedes in front of him, he's got a Red Bull behind him, and Ferrari chasing the Red Bull, yeah. and it's like you you're stuck. What can you do? do you
0: can Yeah, you're stuck there. Um... So, then the race um, and then the race re- and then the safety
1: car came in the end of lap sixty one. Yeah,
0: and how many how many more laps were there after? When did, how many laps were there in total?
1: Seventy one laps. Seventy
0: one. So there's only ten laps left. Ten after laps then, left. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then with the safety, and then as soon as the safety car came in, obviously the Mercedes storming ahead.
0: Yeah, the Mercedes are really good. They're really good. Yeah. It's, it is quite strange that they've um, struggled all season, and all of a sudden at the end of the season, their car now has, seems to have come good.
1: Yeah, and I feel like since uh, the uh, the Grand, the American Grand Prix in uh, Austin, that's when they really start to get the car going again.
0: That's good. Yeah, so it's going to be really uh, interesting to see what happens in Japan. Uh, uh, Abu, Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, sorry. Yeah. Abu Dhabi, yeah so sorry. Uh, yeah. so
1: anyway, sixty one. The safety car comes in, and then the Norris, uh, not Norris, sorry, Russell uh, he's, leads. He's, yeah, yeah, zooms, amazing, zooms, yeah, zooms ahead. hamilton's right up his tail. Yeah. And what's interesting is the back is the battles behind them. Yeah. Yeah. So Perez signs Leclerc, and both the Alpine drivers, Alonso and Ocon. As well as Verstappen, what literally a few seconds were waving each other. Really, really, it was really close. It was wasn't so it, close. Tim, yeah. It was literally like if they, if either of them touched, it would be game over.
0: Yeah, it was a very very close. I mean, it was very aggressive. It was great actually. When you were see it, yeah. it's really great when it's so was aggressive. Um, so, Russell won, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, but, but was, was there any incident before he won?
1: No, well, actually, well, but what was interesting was. So Sainz obviously passed Perez and was in uh, he was in the last podium positions. Right. Yeah. And then Leclerc overtook Perez. All right. Fernando Alonso overtook Perez, and you're thinking, what's going on with him? Yeah. And then what was interesting was between and then here's where things get interesting between. So there were a few radio messages happened between lap sixty seven to seventy one. Okay. So, lap 71, Red Bull gave the message for Perez to let Verstappen pass.
0: To let Verstappen pass? Yeah. All right. But there, wasn't it going to be. Uh, I thought there was a message where Verstappen was told to let Perez pass. Oh, at the, uh, afterwards. That yeah. happened afterwards. All so, right. So,
1: it's actually quite interesting. And it's actually really shocking because Perez needed the points if he was going to finish P2 in the. Uh, game. Right. But, drama they, but
0: so the re- initial message was. Sebastian, uh, sorry, um, uh, Perez should uh, Verstappen should go first. Was that the initial message?
1: No, so the a message. So obviously, Rebel were watching Perez and saw, saw that he was going quite slow. Yeah. And then they, they told Perez to let Verstappen pass. All oh, right. Okay. Be in mind, Verstappen's already won the challenge Oh, because yeah, because he
0: could have got because he could have got ahead of the car in front of him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So basically. Um, the, the first it was really confusing, wasn't it? Yeah. So the first message was, Verstappen let Verstappen get ahead because he could get he was. They thought he might better catch the person who's in front of Paredes. Yeah, which was
1: Ocon and, Ocon, and Leclerc. Yeah. yeah. And being in mind, Leclerc, it was a, I think Brazil was an important race for both uh, Perez and Leclerc right. in terms of the championship standings. Yeah. Because because coming to the Grand Prix, there was actually four points between the two. Really. So yeah.
0: Red Bull genuinely thought that Verstappen could get. Ahead where we need to check it And then
1: the interesting thing happened was a lap later, yeah. Verstappen told the team to let Paris pass because obviously Paris needed the points. Yeah. And this is the and this is what Verstappen said on the radio. I told you last time, you guys don't ask that again to me. Okay. Are we clear about that? I gave my reasons and I stand by it.
0: Yeah, the, he actually that, this has all been cleared up afterwards. I tell you yeah. what I uh, read yeah. So basically, uh and as they got towards the end of the race, Red Bull were, I think it was three times they told Verstappen to let Perez pass and he wouldn't do it.
1: But, but then, yeah, so then obviously there was a whole thing with Red Bull. And then during that time, Ferrari were also having a bit weird as well with their very really? messages. Because Leclerc comes in the radio saying, think of the championship, think of the championship. Yeah, they're
0: not doing that. Do and,
1: and and are like, does he... and. And when I was watching it, I initially thought he wants to take his teammates' podium away from him. Yeah, yeah. And and I can understand that from being, because he wants to get, he has to get more points than Perez. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, your teammate's driven so well, surely he Surely he deserves it.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a, very, it's a strange one, because <laughs> uh, how many times in the past have we seen teams say the team comes first and the driver comes second and yet the drivers want to win. I mean, it is a bit of a strange one. And
1: then the weird thing is, okay, on lap 71, Leclerc asked the team again to think of the driving standings, and the team response was, too risky, which I feel like is right, right, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. And then the worst thing was, on the last lap, Red Bull Bull told Perez that Verstappen were going to let him pass.
0: Yeah, but he was too far. He was about four seconds behind, I think. So... It were, but it's quite strange, and and you know it's obviously there was a Ferrari afterwards, and there was lots of uh, lots of messages and lots of people saying all kinds yeah. of things.
1: And uh, and after that, okay, Paris in the radio shows who he really is. Once the well, team that's responded. what people that's what
0: people said. It's actually quite interesting. I'm yeah. going to add a few comments in a second. So, yes. so 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 Russell won. So
1: obviously, so then yes. After so, after a, a dread disaster season at the beginning for Mercedes, second loss of race, one, two, first time this season, which was incredible, which was like, like, like a, yeah. and I actually felt like, a, and when it happened. I was just bursting for joy because I feel like Russell David deserved it after having yeah, and for Russell to get his first maiden win in the Mercedes yeah, that was amazing amazing That's
0: amazing yeah, and and to be honest and to
1: have your teammate there alongside yeah, you
0: well I thought Russell's reaction was incredible actually it showed when I mean, basically when he crossed the line got out of the car. He was extremely emotional. He started crying. Yeah, and I can, and I can, it, and, and,
1: I, and I think I know why that is.
0: Well, he he, he shows how much he wants to win. And it, yeah, and
1: also, so I'm not sure if the listeners were aware of this, but a few years back, Russell actually stepped in for Hamilton when he got when he got coronavirus. Yeah, and he was actually close to winning the race, but then there was a whole, but then I remember there was a whole mess up with the tires that caused him to lose the uh, yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. And he remember, and I remember, and I actually felt sorry for the guy because first time coming to the Mercedes car, outshining everybody. He even beat Bots He was even uh, in front of Bottas yeah, at the time. Yeah, it was
0: an incredible drive that drive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then to let it slip, and then for it to see, and then to see it slip away from your fingers, you're like. No.
0: You and know, all this season, he's been. He's, I mean, he's been finishing, I think in the top four, top five or, every race, every race, apart there... from
1: one. Yeah, which
0: is incredible. I mean, it really consistent. Yeah, but, which is
1: why he's... Yeah, and they actually gave him a new nickname for that as well. What's that? Mr. Consistency.
0: Really? I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. But his emotion, and it showed how much it meant to him.
1: Yeah, especially, It was just yeah. incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And I think he definitely got redemption from the Grand Prix. Yeah,
0: that's right. I mean, I, I was so, so <laughs> pleased that he won that. Yeah. And I think for the neutral, I think everybody was pleased. Uh, and obviously for the locals, Hamilton coming second, everybody's week because they saw him as a Brazilian, not as a British, <laughs> which is quite strange. Yeah. But that's just the way it is.
1: And then and and then Frey finished third and fourth. Yeah, which so is also Sainz good as So, Science finishing well. third and Leclerc finishing fourth.
0: Yeah, and and then with
1: the Alpine drivers finishing uh, fir- f- fifth, and then Norris yeah, finishing fifth. fifth yeah. which was amazing for them.
0: It was. It was. And where did Verstappen finish? He
1: Verstappen finished sixth. Perez finished eighth, seventh.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and so what one remembers uh, looking back on it just a few days after it happened is it was a good race. I mean, it had it had its moments. Yeah,
1: and the first time we actually you heard "God Save the King."
0: Yeah, it was the first time we heard "God Save the King" at a, a GP um, race, which is in itself special because it shows how strong the British drivers are. Um, but one of the things, obviously, afterwards. There was is is unfortunate. Afterwards, there was hardly anybody was talking about George Russell, which they should have been talking about. They're all talking about this spat between mm, Verstappen and Perez. And, and initially, I must admit, everybody was very quiet. So you were just going by what was being said and what you saw, and everybody thought, "God, Verstappen, what a what a bad person!" What uh, he I did. know. However, um. And, and that went on for quite some time, for a couple of days. Yeah. However, uh, Verstappen finally opened up after, and, and also Red Bull opened up. And there were a couple of things that I think a lot of people didn't know, or they might have known slightly, but not enough. Uh, so one was that um, prior to the race, um, there had been a number of meetings between uh, the drivers at Red Bull and it had not been mentioned at all during those meetings that if um, Verstappen was in a position to let Perez through, that he should do so. And I think a lot of... And one of the things that I wasn't aware of, but um, at the Monaco, I think it was the Monaco Monaco Grand Prix, um, Verstappen felt that Perez actually crashed his car on purpose to stop... Was uh, from getting, getting, from good getting a good lap,
1: and I do remember that because it was literally the last part of It was actually the the five. I think it was five minutes to literally nearing the end of the qualifying session. Yeah, and he crashed, and his, and car. He crashed his car, and then Carlos Sainz didn't, it was on his flying lap, and he didn't see Perez there until the last second.
0: Yeah, and so so so. And then he, that
1: brought the red flag, and initially stopped the whole session. Yeah, and the worst thing was Perez qualified third, Verstappen fourth. And Perez won the Grand Prix. The Grand Prix.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was, it was quite incredible win. But the thing about it is that um, everybody felt, uh, and Verstappen in particular felt he had, Perez had done it on purpose. And it turned out that was true, and he so he actually admitted it that he did it on purpose oh. to actually get ahead because he wanted to win. Um, and Verstappen really didn't like that. Um, And that's one of the. And when uh, Verstappen made that message, we're saying, I've told you, you know how I feel. He was actually alluding to the fact that he had told them that he didn't like the fact that uh, Perez had done what he had done and that he was uh, not going to give up, uh, unless it was all planned properly, he wasn't going to, at the last seconds, uh, give up his position for anybody. And. And it was only the last lap that they said to him that you've got to yeah. uh, that Red Red Bull should have uh, actually, and they admitted they should have actually planned it better and actually said uh, the instructions a lot earlier. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the final um, lap, uh, the final uh, Grand Prix at Abu Dhabi. But uh, well, I think that I think that in the end of the day. These uh, drivers are very professional. Yeah, uh, and but the thing how is, to, know how I actually, actually felt sorry
1: for Red Bull yeah. because earlier today, during the... Because uh, I was actually watching the drivers' press conference, okay? Yeah. And Verstappen and Perez both admit uh, that that they've been getting a lot of verbal abuse and people have been threatening their families about what happened yeah, during which the Yeah, really bad. It's
0: really bad. I mean, this is the problem of Twitter and some of these things. just the, the problem with social crazy. media. Because yeah. they
1: literally see what was on screen, but then they don't understand like what's happened behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, they don't know, and 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 it's it's terrible to hear that their families are being abused, uh, which is disgusting, really. Um. So that was the the weekend sport. Uh, yeah, but obviously there I, was a lot of other things that went yeah, on. Yeah, but... and then
1: the thing is, so another thing is because, I, because so obviously Verstappen's won the championship as you know it. Yeah. But I but I actually checked the driver standings. Yeah. And. Paris and Leclerc are on, the, are on the exact same number of points. Are they? 290 each.
0: All right. Which means... What do you think is going to happen?
1: I'm, well, I'm not actually... I'm actually not sure what's going to happen because obviously over the last few years, Abu Dhabi has given us a lot of entertaining races. races. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
0: When you think about last year, one of the best oh, races yeah. ever if you're a... A fan just of racing, but if you're, yeah. you're not happy, if then, you're a Mercedes it, fan. Yeah,
1: and then again in 2016 when there was a, during the whole Hamilton Rosberg era.
0: Yep, yep, that was incredible. That was a, that was again, that again, that was interesting because that shows there was a lot of, there seemed to be a lot of animosity between um, Hamilton and his team at Rosberg, and Rosberg was, you know, it, he, he was going to win as long as he came, I think, fourth or above. As long as he finished
1: to, above the above fifth, I think he was yeah, gonna win. Above fifth.
0: And to be honest, it was a brilliant it was a brilliant race because uh, Hamilton slowed things down, packed up all the got really packed the cars, giving other cars a chance to get in front of Rosberg. And it's a really naughty thing to do, but it's brilliant thinking. But it was really dangerous, and Rosberg at the end said he thought I think I, I, I'm not quoting exactly, but he implied that Hampton was crazy and he was willing to allow cars to drive so close to each other they could have been in an accident and all the yeah. rest of it. He really hated it, and then I think he retired, didn't he? Once he got yeah, it, yeah. he retired, and I think he was just glad to be out of the Mercedes team, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, these um, the last the last Grand Prix. The t- or everybody will want to win it because they want to finish on the high. And
1: then, and then, what's interesting is the, the constructors. So obviously, so you spoke about the driver standings, mm-hmm. being, the, uh, two, being the top two. Obviously, being top two, going to be is it going to be Red Bull or is it going to be Ferrari? All
0: right, so Red Bull haven't won the constructors yet. No, they have. No, they, they have they won the. All right, so you who's going to come second, Ferrari yeah. or Mercedes?
1: Well, yes, because uh, yeah, in the constructors, because because the difference between Ferrari and Mercedes is nineteen points.
0: Oh wow! I hadn't realised it was that close. Yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be a great race. Then, yeah, it? and
1: then obviously with the driving standings, it's gonna be between Perez and Leclerc who's gonna win.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be really interesting to see. I think the key thing is there's two things. One is Mercedes finally have got their car sorted out, it seems, um, and the second thing is. Will Ferrari get their race tactics right? They've, yeah, what the, has hurt them the most? I is think, it, I, think it, I think it has been the, the race, race strategy. Yeah,
1: because there have been a couple of do because there have been a couple of do not finish as well, like engine uh, failures as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: they, they've, they've had problems with the car, but at the beginning of the Grand, at the beginning of the season, they were so fast. Yeah, like, opening they were really uh,
1: opening uh, Grand Prix one two.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible what happens over a yeah. year. So. Thank you very much. Is uh, there anything else? Yes. Oh, yes, there is. always oh, there's a few more things right
1: yeah. now. Yeah. So, so, so I'm not sure. If, so, I actually did a bit of re- reading about the grand, about what's going to be, or what people might, what's going to be in the Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah. And it turns out this weekend is Hamilton's 200 star with Mercedes. Oh
0: wow! I didn't know that. 200.
1: I know. 200
0: starts. Oh my god! It's been there for a long time. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. Yeah,
1: since yeah, since making his debut in twenty fourteen when he first won the championship with Mercedes. So Wow.
0: I mean that shows the longevity of the guy. And it sh- yeah. and he's been at the top more or less for the whole time, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Which is quite incredible yeah. when you actually think about it. And then
1: obviously he's also sapping as well because Vettel's obviously retiring at the end of the season.
0: All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's his last race.
1: Last ever race in the F one and I'm sure he wants to finish it on a high
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And then, and then there's also another. So Haas have finally announced their driver lineup, okay. which I was quite shocked. Okay, they've actually they've actually announced that Schumacher won't be driving with them next really? year. Really, which is a, quite a shock because I actually feel like Schumacher has done so well this season with, with them.
0: Wow, so Schumacher's is not going to be there.
1: No, so they're going to actually going to so they're going to replace Schumacher with uh, Aston Martin's reserve driver Nico Hulkenberg. Okay. And I have, and uh, as soon as Hulkenberg was announced, I was act, there was actually I was like I was actually going on seeing what people's reactions were, and obviously everybody's gutted for Schumacher.
0: Yeah.
1: But then apparently there's been I'm not sure if this is true or not, but he's apparently a, a contender for the Mercedes reserve driver role. All right. As well as Daniel Ricciardo. Okay.
0: All right, okay, because Ricardo is not going to be at McLaren, isn't? No. Yeah, so it's going to—it's quite interesting. When I think the—I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about the um, Grand Prix uh, teams during December, when a lot of this stuff will actually be finalised. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see just how the teams line up for next year. Mm-hmm. But the uh, and and the uh, Abu Dhabi races um, this, this weekend this isn't weekend, it? This weekend, yes. Yeah, that's right. And the World Cup starts the day after it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is. uh, So, because normally the Grand Prix, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix is normally in December. But because they don't want to clash with the World Cup, they had to bring it forward. Bring it forward, yeah. 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 You
0: know, it's normally on a Sunday, but they're having it on a Saturday, I think. Is that, no, it's yeah? Sunday. It's on a Sunday. Oh, it must be on a Sunday just before the match starts. Yes, it's on That's Sunday. Right. It's yeah, Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, so the race starts at one o'clock uh, UK time.
0: All oh, right. And then a couple of hours later, the World Cup uh, it kicks, starts, off. It kicks off. Now, we're going to be doing a special World Cup preview. Uh, we are. We're going to be talking about um, the England squad. Uh, we're going to be talking about...
1: Who we think is going to go through the group stages.
0: That's right. We're going to go through some of the teams. And we're also going to talk about some of the players that didn't make it. So it's going to be an interesting one. We're going to be, it'll be available to you on Saturday. And I think it's going to be well worth looking forward to. Yes. Right. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, please click on that subscribe button. It does help us to help you. And have a great one.
1: Bye. Bye.